0: dot com
1: join the
2: revolution this, this this show is brought to you by Safety FM
3: Get the corporate bullshit this is the rated r safety show with your
0: host doctor uh it doesn't matter who the host is well you know it it does not matter who the host is you are listening to the rated r safety show today's monday august the 17th of 2020 day 230 of the year and only 136 days left before it's all over with anyways how are you doing this fantastic monday I hope you had a fantastic weekend, did some things that you wanted to do all week, and you were able to get them done. Anyways, how are things going in your neck of the woods? We are coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM. That's safetyfm.com, safetyfm.tv, safety.fm, and we're available on the Alexa Skill the safety FM app via available on the Apple store in the Google play store. So there you go. A lot of things going on. A lot of interesting things for sure. So I hope you've been having some fun over the weekend. And as we're getting into the groove of getting back into our Monday and doing the special things that we get to do throughout the week, that's for sure. Anyways, if you want to interact with us via chat box, you're more than welcome on doing so. And that's if the chat box is working today, because as you know, from time to time, that does occur where it does not work. And we have no clue that you're trying to communicate with us. In case you did not know, we are a parental advisory, mature content kind of episode so if you are watching us on the streamers you'll see it there if you're just kind of tuning in right now well surprise surprise and we're gonna get that rolling so over the last few weeks we've been having discussions right away starting off of what's trending over the weekends and the days and all that kind of fun stuff so let me give you some of the hashtag trends that were trending over the weekend U.S p.s. protest twitter users were up in arms over the weekend after claims that trump is single handedly dismantling the usps many were calling his decision not to fund the organization as a way to slow down mail ballots and cheesed his way into another four years that was one of the hashtags following hashtag elvis presley many members or many remember Honored and paid tribute to Elvis Presley on Sunday, which marked his 43rd anniversary of his passing. Just so you know, another hashtag. Why is it good to be manned in the five woods? Huh? Yeah, this one ruffled feathers in the Twitterverse. While some use the hashtag to share tidbits such as peeing while standing. The way, the way we shop, one bottle for showering and no worries about makeup. Others became instantly offended by calling it misogyny and sexist. Uh, that was another one. Let's go to one. Let's go to two more. I'll give you this one before we get to the last one. Here we go. Hashtag with my magic eraser. Users attach the hashtag to post things that they would like to clean up. Some examples included erase all the stigma associated to mental health. Another erase the weight I have gained, erase wrinkles, erase hate, crime, fear and loathing and ice cream that isn't chocolate mint. So that was another hashtag. And the one to make the one most controversial hashtag from over the weekend. Do you know what it is before I tell you? Do you? Do you? Do you? Okay, you don't. Let me tell you what it was. Hashtag wrong Trump. This unfortunate hashtag became with anti-Trumpers who wish that it was the Donald, not his brother, who had died. There you go. Those are the trending hashtags. And believe me, not everything that is said here is agreed with.
2: Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety
3: FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. So you know it is that time of the hour
0: where we do the feature story news aspect. So let's give you some of that right away.
3: Here is the news <laughs> on the Rising Star
2: Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. New Zealand's election has been postponed by a month after a spike in coronavirus cases. The vote's being moved from the 19th of September to the 17th of October. The country's largest city, Auckland, is in lockdown with 58 cases linked to a cluster there. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern says the new election date allows parties to plan better for a campaign carried out under unusual circumstances. COVID is the world's new normal. Here in New Zealand, we are all working as hard as we can to make sure that our new normal disrupts our lives as little as possible. I know the uncertainty COVID has created is incredibly difficult, though, and for everyone. We are all in the same boat. And so I do want to give an assurance that I do not intend to change the election date again. We are all adapting. But adapting also means preparing for all circumstances we may face together. My hope is that this decision allows us to do just that. France has registered more than 6,000 new coronavirus cases over the last 48 hours. As the surge in infections across the country continues, towns and cities are extending regulations over face masks, with many making them compulsory in outdoor areas. Ross Cullen reports from Paris. For the second day running since the end of lockdown in mid-May, France has registered more than 3,000 new cases of the coronavirus. The government is urging local authorities to continue to widen obligations on the public to wear a face mask when in certain outdoor spaces as holidaymakers continue on their summer vacations and people continue to travel on planes and trains to busy seaside resorts. Belarusian opposition leader Svetlana Tikhanovskaya, currently in exile in Lithuania, says she's ready to step in as transitional leader. More than 200,000 people are estimated to have gathered in the capital during protests in Minsk, calling for fresh elections. Julia Chapman reports from Moscow.
3: In a video message to supporters, Svetlana Tikhanovskaya praised the peaceful protests held in Belarus over the weekend. She said the world was watching the country with amazement and reiterated her willingness to see Belarus through a transitional period. Tikhonovskaya was forced to leave Belarus last week amid a wave of violent police crackdowns and pressure from the authorities. President Alexander Lukashenko, however, has remained defiant in the face of growing opposition. At a rally of his supporters, he claimed protests were being organized by foreign governments and said Belarus was under threat from NATO. He spoke to Russian President Vladimir Putin twice over the weekend, calling for help. But with support for Lukashenko wavering, it's not clear that Russia will be willing to help prop him up.
2: At least 11 people have died after an attack on a hotel in Mogadishu by al-Shabaab militants. Somali special forces say they've now ended the siege, killing five attackers.
1: From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Protests against President Alexander Lukashenko of Belarus are growing. More than a week after the opposition candidate in this month's election accused him of rigging the result and fled the country. In scenes never witnessed before in the capital Minsk, tens of thousands of protesters jammed the streets, demonstrating against not just the rigging of the poll, but the violent treatment of opposition supporters seized by police. President Lukashenko called his opponents rats. And and said that after two separate conversations with President Vladimir Putin, he was confident Russia is offering his government security guarantees people who have never in their lives demonstrated, are now out on those streets. John Everard, the former British ambassador to Belarus, says it's not clear that President Lukashenko is going to get the support that he's hoping for. The Kremlin statement says nothing about intervening in Belarus. It says nothing even about supporting President Lukashenko. It just talks vaguely about a, a agreement that all this can be Resolved uh, satisfactorily. It does look to me as if uh, Alexander Lukashenko has come away from that conversation, perhaps thinking uh, that. Uh, President Putin has promised him things that uh, President Putin probably didn't. Alexander Lukashenko has been in power in Minsk since 1994 and is widely considered Europe's last remaining dictator. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks.
2: FSN is an independent source of news for TV, radio and digital networks worldwide. You can find more of our minute-by-minute updates on Twitter. Follow us there at Feature Story. And we have a wealth of audio and video stories from our global news bureaus on Facebook. You can find us there by following Feature Story News. Stay tuned for further updates right here. But for now, that is the latest Feature Story News. Olly Barrett reporting.
3: Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show
0: on Safety FM. So, what did you think? A lot of stuff going on inside of the world there, for sure. I mean, you take a listen to what we got going on as we talk about it. So, what do you think? A lot of information that they dispense there on feature story news. I always find it interesting when they go into like repeat news stories. I mean, I guess that's their gig. That's what they do. I mean, that happens. So what are you thinking about this world new stuff that we get to hear from time to time in these different aspects? By the way, sorry about the delay there. Definitely. I had something that called for my attention immediately. So I had to take care of it. And all I have to say is I'm very glad on something that I just (laughs) received in the mail. And we'll talk about it soon on the Jay Allen show. That's for sure. Um, Can't talk about it right now at the moment. Just want to make sure that everything that all the, the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. Whatever the hell that means. You know, you hear people say that. But anyways, before I get into my nonsense,
3: you know what's going to happen. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. You
0: know, trying to be entertaining is not a bad thing, but we have to do it from time to time. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about some of the different aspects that we need to discuss today. And right now, breaking it off, starting it off from the very top of the shit list, Let's go into it. The tribute light for 9-11 Memorial is a go. The initial tribute to the victims who died on September 11, 2001 was going to be canceled due to the coronavirus pandemic. But over the weekend, Governor Andrew Cuomo said the state will provide the support needed for the art installation. Former mayor Mike Bloomberg also said that he will be on hand to provide support for the memorial. So what do you think? We're talking about what you're thinking about right away. So what's your thought process is? you hear something like this? Some people will say, well, we're in the midst of a pandemic, so we shouldn't be doing this. There's a lot of things that people do and do not agree with, with what's going on. So do you think that this is something worthwhile? Do you think that this still needs to be brought up? I mean, we are at the 19th year mark at the moment. And this is something that definitely changed our country. So do you still think that they should have the tribute going on at the time? Or should it be something that is considered a virtual event like everything else has been as of late? It's a legitimate question. It's a legitimate thought. I want you to think about it as we talk about it. I don't want it to be just a convo and we disappear and not proceed forward. So what are you thinking? Give it some thought. It can be an emotional response as well, as you already know this, as we're having this discussion. Anyways, Amazon is looking to allowing some of its employees as its Seattle-based headquarters the option to work outside the city. Following a new local employer tax that was recently passed, as well as the coronavirus pandemic impacts on corporation office plans, the company sent a message to employees asking which communities near the city they would prefer. Those options were Redmond. Redmond tacoma renton and woodenville bloomberg first reported the amazon was planning to create more satellite office before the pandemic as many continue working from home the company is now hoping to get the wheels in motion so what do you think what do you think about the amazon gimmick here the gig the move the mention the different stuff I just want to ask the question, don't worry, somebody's deciding to send me an email in the middle of the show, I guess that shit happens, and my watch just keeps on going crazy. So what do you think? I have to tell you, I used to do a lot of work up in Seattle, yeah, I was based in Florida, but I had to work in Seattle, don't, don't even ask, um, but Renton's a nice area, there used to be a lot of hotels in that area, and not like hotels to go hang out, I'm talking about like hotels you would just hang out in to go work, and it was easy access to pretty much everything. Um, so what do you think about this new option there for these Amazon employees? Do you, do you have to go in day in, day out for work or are you getting to do the virtual thing or would you prefer like a satellite location scenario? Think about it. A lot of options, a lot of things to talk about for sure. I look at it and go, there's the different options available. So they need to take advantage of it. I just don't know which one I would pick. Seattle's definitely a nice area for sure, but you already knew this. So when you think about cases and you think about effects that it could actually have on the people that you are getting to correspond, work with, engage with, and so on, how do you look at it there? Do you say, yeah, let's do more satellites and let's, you know, let's not even talk about the tax side of the whole thing? A lot of stuff to talk about. Here we go. Quick fact about COVID. The number of confirmed cases is nearing 5.5 million in the U.S., which means 98.3 million of the total population of the U.S. does not have COVID-19 worldwide. The number is 20. Let's see. The worldwide confirmed cases is nearing 22 million. This means that 99.7% of the world does not have COVID-19 now. I always feel that when I talk about that, there is just, there people assume there is some sarcastic remarks and there is some aspects there of being sarcastic about the whole thing. And that's not the case. What the conversation piece is, is having the whole thing addressed about what the numbers are in sequence so that's why the conversation comes up it's not about being ah it's only x percentage it's to have the conversation and understand what exactly is going on so think about that real quick as we do move forward here a lot of stuff going on inside of the virtual world here so before i jump into the next segment let's do this real quick Caller number 5, sfm We're going to give away, let's see, a Safety FM t-shirt and the newest book by Todd Conklin. Caller number 5, I'll take you now. Winter, winner, chicken dinner for sure there. Yeah. Okay, let's stop that music. I don't know. Sometimes when I do the pick, when we do the prize giveaways, I would always go back and go, is that the right song to sh- do, <laughs> that we should be playing? Anyways, it is what it is. We're kind of there now. <laughs> Not much I can do about it. Anyways, let's continue down the shit list for sure. Members of public who were shocked in the outrage of the execution style shooting death of a five-year-old. Five-year-old in North Carolina. What? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Members of public who were shocked and outraged over the execution-style shooting death of a five-year-old in North Carolina last weekend have contributed to more than $560,000 to the child's family. Uh, The five-year-old died after fatally shooting to the head while riding his bike in front of his home. Authorities said that the neighbor, Darius Sassam. 25 has been arrested and charged with a murder. The shooting has everyone in shock, according to what the child's dad had to say, adding that he has no idea why he did what he did. A motive has not been identified, but many making it about race. while well, because Hinton was white and Sesum is black. So what's your thought process here? I know that that story was making the news cycles some people were automatically saying where's the justice to the 5 year old why are people not forming riots looting going to the street protesting similar to how the George Floyd thing occurred so what's your thoughts as you hear something like that we are talking about the kid was in front of the chi- in front of his home and this occurred so what do you think as you hear this in these comments now The guy was arrested, and I know that one can go back and forth between the two different news stories, and let's not do it as a comparison because I don't know if that's going to be valid for what we're talking about. But we're talking about the child in front of his home shot to the head at the age of five by a 25-year-old. Now that there's any justification at any point in time that that should be done. But now we start talking about different aspects here. And I'm not saying, hey, if you went to a public park, there's a higher probability opposed to you being in front of your home. But when you hear things like this, how do you start moving with that? Me as a parent, I can not envision something like that happening and I don't I can't even fathom how to move forward. But where do you look at, at the lines here? What do you say takes place? The family lost a child due to this unforeseen act, what should happen to the person that caused the issue? And this is where it kind of gets very strange sometimes when we have the conversation, because you can take a look at it in so many different ways. But it is such a weird thing to have to talk about. Execution-style death of a five-year-old. Should not even be something that we should have to form sentences or paragraphs that are similar. Now, with something like this occurring, what takes place next? I mean, we know what the majority of the court of public opinion will be. But what takes place now? Do they go through the normal course of action? Going through court? Having the conversation? Going through the whole thing? I mean, how difficult... Will it be to find a jury for this? This has made me- media outlets everywhere. Think about that for a moment as we move forward.
2: Oops! What did he just say? We at Safety
3: FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: Okay, Doctor Fau- Doctor Anthony Fauci said there's no reason Americans can't vote for the 2020 presidential election. Fauci told. ABC news if you can wear a mask and if you can observe observe the physical distancing you don't have to be in a crowded situation there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to do that he added that individuals who are comprom- who compromise physical and uh, are compromised physically and otherwise can use mail in voting but then doubled down saying that there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to vote in person so what do you think as you hear that I mean, there, there's so many different news stories going on right now and so many different aspects on what people are saying about the USPS. I mean, and you've seen some things and there's some b- things being reported about the mail-in ballots and all that stuff. I mean, we are talking now little under two and a half months that we're going to be talking about election cycle a little bit more than we are already. You already know that. I know this. But what are you thinking here? Is this going to get far worse before it gets better in regards to the conversation? Or do you look at it and go, well, I'm not sure what's going to happen. A lot of things seem to be interesting on how this is going to work. Now, do you think certain polling stations will be closed? Kind of how it happened in the Democratic primary. Or do you look at it and go, everything shall be open the way that it was? Because that's a whole other conversation as we do move forward here. And go with it. Anyways, a protest held outside New York Bakery last week over MAGA Hat Cake. Konkratz Cake Shop in Albany posted a picture of a custom-ordered cake that was created in the shape of the Make America Great Again hat. We're hit by many negative comments. The post was quickly deleted, but the BLM protesters and those in support of the red hat cake showed up in front of the bakery on Thursday in a political showdown. While many internet trolls continue um, continue to threaten the bakery from the safety of their dark basement, bakery owner Rachel Dodd said that they have seen an outpouring of support from their community with many orders for the the mega hat design. What do you think? I want you to think about this real quick as we talk about it because I think it's very interesting. So... A cake's made in form of the actual MAGA hat, make make America great again hat. Do you find that offensive? Now, if you did say yes, do you find it offensive if you're on the left or the right? What's offensive about it? Now, let's play devil's advocate here. And let's say, for instance, your younger demo, you're going to a bachelor or bachelorette party, and there's a cake made of a body part. Take your pick. Are you offended? And if so, why are you offended? There's so many different cakes that are out there that one can find offensive. I remember being at a workplace that this lady was leaving the job she had put in her resignation. She was going, going to another place, and there was a cake that made that was made that said, "I hope you fail." Good riddance. What do you think? People ate of the cake. So, what's the thought process? A lot of things to think about there. A lot of things to think about there. I look at it and I go, how do you look at it and what's the offense? Someone has been using that hatch as a political strategy. Have you looked into the Ronald Reagan days on what his campaign theme was? I'm just asking, just asking the question. I know some questions there might be difficult. I'm not defending anyone because I really don't care so much about politics. I will say this, though. The closer we get to election day, I will tell you that you should vote. That you'll hear me say over and over again. Regardless of what's going on, you should vote. I have enough people that I know from the military or that were in the military that they are actually fighting for your rights to be able to do so. So I always say, regardless, agreeing with whatever political party or not agreeing with whatever political party, I will always go out and vote because of the people in the military going out there day in and day out to be, allow me to have that right to do so. So what do you think about this cake? What's the thought process? And we're going to go down the path here. and We're going to start talking about this a little bit more and we're going to look at it and we're going to go, well, how is this about safety? Well, if there's a shitload of people outside protesting and you're trying to get into a place and let's say, for instance, hypothetically you work there, how does that work? And do you think that this kind of cake should cause that much commotion? And then let's talk about the other portion. How many people you think posted or said something about that post that were not actually from Albany? I'm just asking the question. A lot of weird things there. So many weird things that we could probably sit here for a very long period of time and have the conversation. But I look at it and I go, what's really worth it? Like, I'll tell you, I personally own a red red. Reebok hat I did say Reebok just want to make sure that I mentioned that it is a red hat with white the white Reebok logo because of the fuss that I have heard on the road of me wearing the red hat without people being able to see the front I have opted not to wear that hat anymore And now that I have any political affiliation with either party or parties. I just opt not to wear it because that's my choice. I just don't get some things sometimes on why so people get so bent out of the shape over certain things. And we are still talking about a cake. A cake. Did I say it was a cake?
3: We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. A nine-year-old boy in Oklahoma
0: who was living in a group home made a heartbreaking plea for a family to adopt him. In a story for local news outlet, Jordan begged viewers for a permanent home to call his own saying... I would just like to have a family to call mom and dad or just a mom or just a dad. I really don't care. Within hours of his interview being aired, thousands of family from New Jersey, Florida, Illinois, Kentucky reportedly reached out for the interest of adopting him. Jordan has been in care of the Oklahoma Department of Human Services for six years. He was living with his younger brother, Bryson. But he was but he has since been adopted. And I look at this and I know that some people were stirred up and not very happy about me playing the little segment that I played last week on the show about what Shay Robottom had to say about adopting and dog breeders. What do you think about adoption? What's your thought process? This is a nine-year-old boy making a plea on the news for someone to adopt him. I believe the video that that we we had last week, they referenced that there's about 400,000 kids that need to be adopted. How do you look at that? The kid goes on TV and pleads for this. And some people will sit back and go, Jay, you have your own kids. I do. I do. Why didn't you adopt? We talked about it. Still talking about it. It's part of the conversation. Haven't pulled the trigger on it. So it's a lot of conversations there. A lot of stuff to think about. How would you feel if there was a channel just dedicated to that? Would you watch it? It's. I'm glad the kid got adopted, but it's sad that he almost had to sell himself on TV for it. So many different things and so many weird things occur sometimes. And I know a lot of these times we have conversations about weird things. But then we have to take a look at some of the other aspects of life. And some of the jacked up things that occur because of how the system works. I'm talking about the adopting system and how they age out. Yeah. Speak to a child who's inside of a a foster care or that needs to be adopted, something along those lines, and they'll know the term aged out. It's unfortunate, better saying, that a little kid has to even understand what that term means you aged out so many thoughts there to go into but i'll keep it okay today i guess
2: listen to our
3: host of the rated r safety show self-implode on our airwaves only on safety fm
0: okay new york beaches have been seen a surge in shark sightings this summer creating a tense setting for those hoping to escape to stress from the to escape the stress of the coronavirus restrictions shark patrols and in, have increased alongside long island beaches while others have simply closed down according to multiple reports executive director for the marine research organization of gotham whale said that he has received word on more than double the number of shark sightings this summer than those in the past years. He, he attributes the increase to the warmer water. Officials are still trying to determine the sightings and are they, are they are seeing multiple sharks. So it's not the same sighting over and over again. It's multiple sharks that are out there out and about and taking a look at the different sequences that are going on. So what do you think as I talk about this? What do you think about, you know, the shark life thing? You think there was a lot of mentions? This is because of shark week. Just a reference. Um, And have you looked up shark stat numbers? Not that I'm saying go swim with the sharks. That's for sure. Not going to tell you that shit. duh Duh. so think about it though think about the different aspects that are there think about the different aspects that can occur by getting into the water now what is your plan are you in an area that you actually have access to the ocean i do i'm in an area where i have access to the ocean i don't go out there though there's like one beach not too far from where i live that they talk about all the time that there's a crap load of sharks in that water. Don't go there. I don't go there at all. And what is your plan? If you do, how do you determine how you, how are going to be in there? I remember one time going to a place that actually used to house wild animals, which is a terrible thing to admit to shouldn't have done it, but it wasn't thinking back in the day. And I remember swimming And taking a look at this boat that was crashed and they had a shark inside of a glass enclosure. I remember not being too happy once I actually freaked out and noticed that it was there. But think about it real quick. Imagine that there's not a glass enclosure and you're out there swimming. What are you going to do then? Yeah, I would mention that that, that matrix thing. But, you know, a lot of people don't like me talking about that so much. Something to think about for sure. An Illinois neighborhood joined forces to support two teens who were robbed at their lemonade stand last week. Really? Really? Jim Peterson and his friends, both 13, were at their homemade stand in Peoria. Then they were approached by a male with a hoodie who held a gun before grabbing the boys' cash box, taking $30 that they had earned. The community rallied together to make things right, one man brought a bunch of bags of chips and candy and told the boys that they, were, they could sell the items at the stand. Others brought glasses of lemonade for 20 and passed along words of encouragement. Peterson's father told local news at the outlet that the money, of, that the, money the boys will, would earn go towards something positive. A lemonade stand for 13-year-old kids. Like, what are we getting into? Like really, and if somebody makes a marketing comment, I might kind of fringe, kind of make that ooh, that cringe, that cringe look. But think about it: some little kids trying to make a buck selling lemonade. Like this is what you're doing? Like really? Think about it. I mean, think about it. Really. Crazy stuff here. Anyways, this has continued down the path. Syracuse University mistakenly sent out dozens of accepted letters last week. Uh-oh, congratulations for the applicants. Dean of Admissions Maurice A. Harris sent the follow-up emails to recipients that stated, A short time ago, our team prepared an email that was intended to be distributed to a very small group of people. Due to the error with technology, this message was sent to you, as well as several others, none who were intended to receive the notification. We apologize for the mistake. Holy shit. Can you believe that? This isn't the first time that an incident like this has happened. In 2015, Carnegie Mellon's admissions office sent out 800 accepted letters to applicants only to reject them hours later. Could you imagine that all of a sudden you apply to go to Syracuse University, you're super excited, you get the acceptance letter, and all of a sudden, boom, the bomb is dropped and you're told, ah, it was a mistake. Did you say steak? It was a mistake and we didn't mean to send it to you. With everything else going on, add that to your list of shit of 2020 taking down.
2: You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show.
0: Okay, so let's talk about a couple different things. Mentioned one earlier. We're going to mention both right now, so let's go to it. Linda Mance has died. The actress best known for her roles in Days of Heaven and Out of the Blue passed away on Friday. After a lengthy battle with lung cancer, she was 58. This one was referenced a little bit earlier, so we'll talk about it and just reference it real quick. The younger brother of President Trump has reportedly been in ICU for about a week prior to his passing. No details about his death were shared. Robert served as an executive in Trump Organization and was extremely close to his older brother. Following the news of his brother's death, Donald Trump wrote, he was, just my, he was not just my brother. He was my best friend. He will be greatly missed, but we will meet again. His memory will live on in the heart forever. Robert, I love you. Rest in peace. He was 71. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Trump and man's family at this time of grief. Now let's talk about some of the stuff that's going inside of the world of politics or the swamp, like I like to talk about it. So let's go. Michigan Secretary of State reported Friday that her office rejected 846 mail-in ballots because they voted. The voters were was dead for the what? Hold on, the voter was dead for the August fourth primary. What? Michigan State. Michigan Secretary of State reported Friday that her office rejected 846 mail-in ballots because the voter was dead for the August 4th primary. So how the hell that happened? Another 2,225 envelopes were not appropriately signed and more than 1,000 others had mismatched addresses. Other than that, there were zero problems with the mail-in voting in Michigan. How did the dead people send the stuff in for August the 4th? I don't know. I'm just asking the question. Let's continue. Barack Obama is now. Is in favor of a wall, but only when it's protected his oceanside mansion, longtime Obama pal and developer Marty Nesbitt paid $61,400 fee for Hawaii's Department of land and natural resources to keep intact. The seawall that surrounded three home development that the Obama plan to retire in the hefty fee is to discourage seawall, which environmental experts say that are the leading cause of natural beach beach what are the leading cause of natural beaches and interrupt the natural ocean flow, according to ProPublica. The development is actually in the site of the mansion featured in Magnum PI, which was demolished back in 2018. The site will be featured three separate homes, a guard facility, and a two swimming pool. So something to think about as you hear this. So something worth thinking about for a moment. If he's so worried about the rising sea levels of, in our lifetime, why would he build a house next to the sea? I know that's sarcasm. I shouldn't have said it, but I couldn't resist. It was so tempting.
2: Oops, what did she just say? We at
3: Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: Speaker Nancy Pelosi is reconvening this week, which was supposed to be in recess for another month. Pelosi wants to vote that would... Hold on. Would like to vote on President Trump's maneuver to kneecap the the USPS ahead of the national push in mail-in ballot. What? And the Senate minority leader, Chuck Schumer, is also urging Mitch McConnell to bring the body back. But no word yet on if the Republicans will budge in the upper house. Worth, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's always more. So, I don't know. What do you, did you think that they should have went to break with everything else that's going on or do you think the executive orders that were actually released by trump is cool and we're okay for the time being and i know that i probably went too deep there too deep because i'm only talking about it but damn it i had to get it out of my system yeah leave it at that let's continue let's talk about the the lottery no winner for friday night's mega million drawing tuesday's drawing will be for 40 million dollar jackpot or a 31.7 million dollar cash payout No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Wednesday's drawing will be for $22 million jackpot or a $17.8 million cash payout. So there you go. If you'd like to play those games, you have some interesting stuff there. So here we go. After months and months of not being able to say it, let's talk about it. Select theaters nationwide have started opening up indoors while many are playing low-budget, largely unknown films this past weekend saw the biggest box office hit. You ready? The SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run, topped the weekend chart grossing about $900,000 domestically and taking the number two spot, Shia LaBeouf's film, The Tax Collector. Huge gap here, $203,722. So let's talk about it for a quick moment. If, and I am using the big if, You have the chance to go back to the movie theaters, watch a movie. Would you go? I'm just asking. I'm asking the question. I want to know. I hope you want to know. What would you do? I'm very curious. Definitely curious. Anyways, let's continue. Shania Twain is re-releasing her album, The Woman and Me, in honor of the 25th anniversary of the award-winning record. The country star announced on Instagram that she will be releasing The Woman in Me Diamond Edition. The original album had four songs that hit number one and it sold over 20 million copies worldwide. The Diamond Edition will feature 16 unreleased tracks. It can be pre ordered now and will be available in October. So, there you go. If you're interested in that. The Billboard Music Awards delayed in April due to the coronavirus concerns are now set to air on October the 14th on NBC. As previously announced, Kelly Clarkson will return to host the third consecutive year. As for whether the show will feature live artists or be all virtual, some combination of the two is still up in the air. Will you be tuning in to watch that? Be interesting to see for sure. I have to mention that. The burglary that took place at Ellen DeGeneres Homes last month was an inside job, according to The Sun. In a letter to Montecito or Mont- yeah, Montecito Association residents last week, a local sheriff called the crime an inside job as a result of the neighborhood association, told residents such as Oprah and Ariana Grande, Meghan Markle, and Prince Harry not to worry about the robberies. The investigation is ongoing by the Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Office. So there you go. Inside job. Simon Cowell has ditched his strict vegan diet as he recovers from breaking his back. The 60-year-old who went vegan after a health scare back in 2017 has reverted to eating meat and chocolate. According to the Mirror, Cowell's girlfriend, Lauren Silverman, has been bringing him a favorite healthy foods to the hospital. But he has also been treating himself to traditional English comfort foods as he heals up. So there you go. For sure. Angelina Jolie is considering relocating to the UK with her six kids, who are, she shares with her ex husband, Brad Pitt. The actress wanted to move to Richmond, at an, influ- an affluent suburb in southwest London, where she once lived with Pitt. According to the mayor, she believes that Richmond is a perfect environment for the kids from the cultural standpoint and educationally. Jolie has previously stated that she would be living overseas with the kids if. It were not for Pitt, who wants the children to live in Los Angeles where he resides. There you go. Some gossip news if you're interested in that stuff. Let's talk about some things that are going on right now. Sports fans, NBA fans are pushing the Chicago Bulls to hire ESPN's NBA analyst, former Golden State Warrior coach Mark Jackson. Just minutes after it was announced that the team had parted ways with head coach Jim Boylan. After nearly two years, fans hit social media to suggest their pick. Jackson has been out of the coaching circuit since 2014, but told reporters as recently as last month that he would, would want to get another shot at coaching. To so think about that, Jason Kidd was another suggestion that was made. Let's talk about some different things, real quick, that occurred on this day. Many, many, many moons ago. So there we go. Back in 1993, Random House Publishing signs the largest advance for an autobiography ever. It goes to Colin Powell for the book that would become My American Journey. Another American general reportedly got $5 million for his memoirs. The big chunk of the money to Powell was a good investment as it became the fastest-selling book in, in Random's House history. Back in 1998, Bill Clinton becomes the first sitting president to be the subject to a grand jury investigation. Following the closed testimony, Clinton addressed the nation explaining why he lied to the country about his improper relationship with White House intern Monica Lewinsky. He was later impeached and then acquitted five weeks later. So there you go. A lot of things there for sure. Let's talk about some birthdays that are taking place today. Little Pump turns 20. Page WWE wrestler, 28. Rudy Gay, basketball player, turns 34. John Olson, 38. Tammy Townsend, TV actress, turns 50. Donnie Wahlberg, turns 51. Sean Pan, 60. Robert De Niro, turns 77. There you go. Some interesting stuff to share there as we talk about it. For sure. Anyways, let's talk about some interesting things cuz we're getting to that part of the show and here we go. If you're suffering from any signs of depression or suicidal thoughts, there's a phone number that you can call and that is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That could be you can contact them at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or 1-800-273-talk or you can always go to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline website, and that is suicidepreventionlifeline.org to get some more information for sure. This is Figer's Law.
3: Here we go again. The Republicans are standing firm against raising the minimum wage. They say $15 an hour is too much to pay anybody. And that's not all. They say if you believe in paying a decent minimum wage, then you're a socialist. They say if you believe in eliminating the fear of going broke because of healthcare costs, you're Bernie Sanders. How come it's always the wealthiest among us who are against paying a decent wage or providing adequate healthcare insurance? A living wage and adequate healthcare insurance are so basic to a civilized society that it's incredible that we're the only country in the Western world that doesn't provide for them. Remember, If you don't stand for something, you end up standing for nothing. This is Figer's Law. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show.
0: Okay, so let's go into it and let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. Baby Booners Recognition Day. Balloon Airmail Day wonder what that's going to cost you cupcake day national number two pencil day national meaning of is day national black cat appreciation day national Nonprofit day national i love my feet day stay at home with your kids day haven't we been celebrating that for quite a while now national vanilla custard day National Thrift Shop Day. So there you go. There are some days of the year that you can celebrate today. couple things before I forget. want to share them with you. As you heard, a few weeks ago, we were having an event scheduled with Samuel Goodman for a talk about equality. Something ended up happening with the server. We were unable to do it. But we are doing round two attempt coming up. So if you're interested in actually participating at the event, we are doing it this Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern time. You can go to safetyfm.io for more information. That will be on August the 20th at 6 p.m. Looking forward to seeing you there. If you're interested in attending, just go to safetyfm.io for more information. Because I think that we're going to have a fun time. That conversation will never air on SafetyFM. It will be at our virtual event. And it is free to attend to. Okay, so if you're interested in actually attending our Art of Podcasting event that we have going on on the 2nd of September, you're more than welcome on joining us. as go to safetyfm.io for more information. Certain tickets will include the hosting platform. That's where you store all your content of your episodes. If you're interested in actually finding out more, go to safetyfm.io. I think we'll have some fun times there for sure together. Anyways, let's go ahead and we're going to bring this bad boy to an end. Let me tell you real quick about missingkids.org. That is the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. If you want to get more information on what's going on when you hear about an Amber Alert or what's going on in that whole sequence of events, you're more than welcome on coming out and taking a look at the website and go to missingkids.org for more information. That's for sure. That website will give you enough info on what's happening in your area and nationwide. This is no, normally related to kids that are being trafficked or kids that are missing. They do have a 24 hour hotline that is available that you can call while you're there. Also, they are looking for assistance for people to help out with the organization. Currently, they are not being able to help have people actually come in and help, but they are taking financial donations. And the reason why people can't come in and help at the moment is due to the pandemic. So if you're able to fi- help out financially, please contact missingkids.org for that right there. Anyways, this is going to bring our show to an end. I appreciate the time that we get to spend together day in and day out. So case I don't see you, love you, mean it, but no, 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 that's something else. That's something else, just in case. But you've been listening to the Radar R Safety Show. Thank you for coming to Safety FM, hanging out with us. We have a plethora of information and different shows available if you go to safetyfm.com. We also have the radio station streaming 24-7. Several thousands of of you listen to us daily, and we do appreciate it. So if you want to hear some more, come hang out with us. We have about 12 different shows available on the channel. We're constantly talking about the world of safety from different aspects and would love to get your point of view. If you're interested in coming out, hanging out on the Safety FM, different shows, and want to be interviewed, you can actually go to safetyfm.com and click on the link that says participation, and we can get you moving there. That's for sure. We can have that up and running for you if you're interested in coming and hanging out and even being a guest on one of the show. If you're ever interested in actually hosting this show right here, the Rated R Safety Show, you can do the same thing. Fill out the paperwork. We'll let you take controls and run from there. Anyways, I have been your guide here today on the Rated R Safety Show. We will see you Wednesday with another episode of the Rated R Safety Show. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye.
2: Duh.